0: What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, Anchor, use it right now, tell him I sent you, You Yusuf Ali. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man, studio don't close, plus it's a new game now, we ain't passing blends no more. Ain't no path that doesn't get left hand side. Yeah, right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blind. Your pass are blind now. Somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. a little blunts. That's what I'm doing. Smoking by myself. Pulling a little blunts. Y'all got me fucked up. this just me. Smoking by myself. Can y'all hear me? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. <laughs> Once you became a
1: problem, you were in the 139 three quarter pounds. Melchior became the star. Melchior. I've been high this whole time. Uh, <laughs>
0: What's everybody? Welcome back to another Magic Moment extendo Edition. This is number 32. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali. This is still a TV Table production coming to you live. Well, kind of live in the beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another pillow pillowcase production. Um, shit. A lot of news, man. A lot of news. A lot of shit to talk about. A lot of things happening. Um, the Browns beat the Steelers. Motherfuckers storming capitals and stealing and all kinds of shit. Not enough people getting shot. We just got a lot of shit to get to, so let's just get right on into it. week to start the year, a lot of shit happened, good, bad, indifferent, however you feel about it, but a lot of shit happened, so, man, first of all, first of all, I want to thank my likers, my followers, my subscribers, my retweeters, my reposters, my fleeters, my tweeters, my instagrammers, my storyers, all that shit, everybody that respond to everything, that I, to the things that I do. Everybody that likes shit, everybody that laugh at shit, everybody that share shit, everybody that comment on the shit. I appreciate that shit. Um, you know, that's all we got is recognition when you ain't got the money. So that's all I can ask for is the recognition at this point, and I'm great. I'm very gracious for it. Uh, respect from the peers is one thing that that I'm high on, and then making the common folk laugh, the normals, the normies, the regulars. So, you know, that's why I do this shit. That's why we talking shit. That's why, um, you know, we post all that shit. We trying to, you know, help, help heal the world through our little, you know, with our little corner of it. And, you know, we all fuck with us. You know, that corner expands, you know, it get bigger, bigger, bigger corner. And then it's not so much. Now you got a, a piece so right now we got a corner. So Melmos, keep doing what y'all doing, man. Keep 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 uh spreading the word. Or if you don't, I, I noticed that some people don't want to spread the word. Everybody don't just be going around and be like, hey, hey, you heard this? Hey, listen to what I'm listening to. Hey man, listen to this shit. And that's fine. If you one of those types, Melmo, fine. I, I'm glad you found this. And um if you enjoying it. And that's all that matter to you, and fuck with everybody else listening to, that's cool too, man. But thanks for tapping in to this show. But uh I'm gonna start off with the with the best news. Uh, I'm not gonna go too long on it because it's just it's a dog check podcast coming soon. But uh the motherfucking Browns, man. I didn't know we. I know we hadn't been to the playoffs since '02. But I didn't know we hadn't... Not won... A road game in the playoffs... Since 1969. So... Shit. That makes this... The biggest game of my life. And we won it. The biggest game of anybody... Playing for that team today. Life. And we won it. We won it. Now... Now, we're going to win next week. I guess that's even bigger. But for now, hmm. and i tell you this, I ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't afraid, I ain't afraid to repeat this on another podcast, tweet, whatever the fuck. At this point, every Browns fan feels just like I feel. I know just from scrolling Facebook, every Browns fan feels the exact same way I feel right now. We can beat Anybody until we don't. So, I don't give a fuck what shot whoever give us against whoever. All I know is we play another game against another team that's trying to win a football game. Just like we are. Regardless of who is available, coach-wise or otherwise. But, that was a motherfucking amazing. And I'm just going to leave it on there because this is not a Browns podcast. But I do have one dog check. Browns cast. Check it out. Same station under the same name. It's all magic Moments. But, um... But, yeah, other than that, well, I was on my high this morning, waking up, feeling good like the best Monday morning since last Monday morning, honestly, when we beat the Steelers to even make it. But, um... This was an even sweeter Monday morning because this was a you know anyway. I'm walking to the car from jailhouse, which this never happened where I live because I park I have a driveway. But anyway, parking on the street over jailhouse in a very I wanna say upper end neighborhood of Hollywood, West Hollywood to be more specific. Near uh, surrounded by high-rise apartments and whatnot, so just just an unlikely place. And I've been coming over to her house, obviously the whole time. Nothing like this would happen, but somebody broke into my car. And uh, okay, I got I gotta say that lightly because they didn't break in. Somebody was allowed into my car because I leave sometimes not on purpose, but sometimes the door might be unlocked. This was one of those times. But being in that neighborhood. Who would think, you know, somebody would get in my car? Luckily for me, they didn't take shit. But literally about a dollar worth of quarters, and I keep a roach container in the car. So when I get to finish smoking Melmos, I advise that y'all have one too. I imagine y'all do, because y'all Melmo, y'all, you know. So what I do to conserve weed, which is why we smoke these little buns in the first place. Is I keep the roaches afterwards. Collect it in a little roach container. For when I need to break down said roaches. You know, these motherfuckers took the roaches out of my roach container. And I probably only had two. Two Meldrick roaches. Meaning combined. 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 They probably. As wide as a thumbnail. Side by side. But you're going to take two. male roaches. Okay. And you know what else the dirty motherfuckers took? I guess they figured they can wash it. My motherfucking. Ice cube mask. And it is black and gray and white. It matched a lot of shit. But. Anyway, I got to tell Jasmine that, too, because she bought that. Anyway, so that's how I started my morning. But then I was thinking, it could have been worse, because that's not the first time that happened, and it could have been worse, because they could have broke my window and and stolen nothing, which would have been reminiscent of a time. You know, some motherfuckers broke my window one time in Cleveland and took two squirts worth of curve cologne, not even you know how you keep a little bit of curve the, cause you usually put on your cologne in the house or whatever the fuck but I kept some in the car as a youngin, I kept some in the car just in case, on some just in case shit it was just a little tiny bit motherfuckers took that, motherfuckers took a wave cap and I like a tape, some tapes and broke my windows for that Ever since then, I figured, I'm not gonna, number one, I'm not gonna leave nothing valuable in the car. And number two, if the door is unlocked sometimes, at least it'll be nothing valuable in the car. If a motherfucker wanna go in the car, go ahead, open the door. Just don't break the fucking window. So, fast forward a couple years later, I come out to my car one morning, one chilly morning and I see that my front seat is reclined all the way back to the point where it's touching the back seat the hoodie or jacket or whatever that I had in the back seat was draped over said seat like a fucking blanket and motherfuckers had got in my car and took a nap and had a meal it was three fun sized Almond Joy wrappers in my fucking floor and they didn't get in the car with them. They ate my fucking fun size Almond Joys that I kept in the Glug apartment. Again, on some whatever shit. Weed head. Might need a snack. Give me Almond Joy. Motherfuckers got in the car, had a snack and a nap. So I'm thinking, had I walked... What if I needed to go to the car in the middle of the night to get one of those Almond joys? What do you do if you catch a motherfucker... Sleeping in your car. I know Robin Harris would do. Robin Harris would say he'd wake him up with a thirty-eight. But you ain't got no gun. What if you ain't got no gun and you walk to your car and a motherfucker is sleep in your car? I'm putting my. I'm trying to put y'all in that position because I don't know what I would do. I guess. I guess you go back in the house. And get get a hammer or some shit, and then wake a motherfucker up in case they wake up hostile. And then you'd be like, "Get the fuck! What the fuck is going? On? What the fuck?" And you show them that you got this weapon, or not knowing if they got a big, well, if they got a gun. See, that's the thing. If you ain't got no actual gun, what do you do if you walk up on a motherfucker's suite? At that point, you gotta be super duper polite. Then you gotta worry about they're gonna shoot you for waking them up for sleeping in your shit. So it's just a real ugly situation. I'm really glad I avoided by mere hours, if not minutes. But uh shit is happening. So I, I guess the the more the moral of the story is don't keep shit in the car worth stealing. Number one. Number one. And number two, hey, if you leave your door unlocked. Motherfuckers won't break the window. Now, if the car gets stolen, the whole entire car gets stolen because you left the doors unlocked, then you got a whole nother issue. Whole nother dilemma. Whole nother rock and hard place. So, I don't know. Good luck with that. Hopefully the motherfuckers don't do it again because I'm going to be over there again. Hopefully it wasn't the same motherfuckers they see the car. Hopefully it was the same motherfuckers they see the car and they're like, oh, 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 that's the motherfucker that don't got shit. We already tried them. Let's go see if the door opens. Oh, yeah, it's open. Oh, no, it's locked this time. Maybe we should break the window. See, now I don't know. See, now I'm in a... I don't know what the fuck to do. Obviously, they don't want to steal the car. Because they could have did that. So maybe I'll just leave the door locked again. Just one. Who have they checked the... Anyway, I'm thinking too loud on it. Um mm-hmm. On the uh tuskegee podcast which i also advise y'all to check out we was giving out stock tips and we talking about it and that's like like it's commonly known as rich folk gambling which it is because you can put the money in there but there ain't no guarantee that you're gonna get the money out you just got to play the long game and be patient that's why it's rich gambling regular gambling is you put, you bet the twenty dollars right now. Let's see what happened right now. Long term gambling, aka stocks. I'm put just twenty dollars in there and see what happened in a year. So you got have some money to do this shit. And if the thing is, about having money is you do need money right now. You need money, period. But in this current state of basically isolation I mean cause we going to the grocery store we going to the you know making appointments doing this type of shit but ain't no kicking it so I mean you do need money to do shit but how much money do you need and then that's me that's just another thing how I am I'm just I never been a I need a whole lot of money I need enough I need enough, but how much extra do I need? Like you need some, you need enough, and you need some extra, but then how much extra? Like how much is enough? How much is enough? Like how how it, you get off into those George Carlin type rants? like how much shit do you? How much? It, God damn! Well, how much? How much? Will you die tomorrow? Will you? I don't know. Will you? Will you live? 40 more years how much do you need like you made it this far so how much do you need to go another 40 years or 30 years or 20 years or whatever it may be it's i don't know again that's some high shit just thinking about it and not that i don't want no money though that's crazy but like once you got enough money to do whatever you're gonna do in these days and times right now right now like like I don't know. You gonna buy some shoes? You gonna buy a car? You already got one. You gonna buy another car? You got all this money? To go to the same store? I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe you got more shit to do. But I just think right. Maybe that's the conversation I should be having. Not about do you need money? I guess people gonna always say I need money and yeah, whatever. You can go, whatever. But what are you buying right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a better better question. What are you buying right now? I can tell you right now. I can tell you easily right now. All the thing you need to be buying is food and weed or your drug of choice. Don't let me crack shame. Whatever you want to do. I'm just saying that's really all you need to buy. And you don't have to look super fresh Either one of those barbershops closed, club closed, bar closed, bowling alley closed. Anywhere you would go to meet other people, or see other people, or congregate with other people that where you would need to be dressed and have a nice haircut is closed. Now, you can go on your appointments and you can go to the grocery store. Ain't nobody saying don't get fresh. Dude, you got I mean, hey, this is literally only places we have to go, which begs the question again, what are you buying just to go to the grocery store? So, I don't know. So, I guess the the, the thing here, I guess what I'll be saying is to save some money. You never know what you're gonna need the money for. But you do know that you don't need another pair of shoes and maybe I'm saying this out loud to convince myself because they damn sure got these Nike ID you can go on there and make your own Air Max 90s are you kidding me my favorite damn near my favorite shoe one of my favorite shoe top five shoe I can go make my own and Air Force Ones another top five shoe and Dunks another top five shoe and they don't cost no extra but for what I can have six custom pair Air Force Ones that nobody else in the world have, unless we have the same taste and limited color combination. But what I'm saying, you know, essentially, but for what? For what? Even if I got another comedy show to do, it's going to be on Zoom. I can put my feet up while I'm doing it. But then who gonna be watching on the zoom show what another th- what 13 motherfuckers so uh, whatever man so alright um it's just it's just fucked up just, when you think about that all that bullshit Oh, uh, good news good news two a couple good newses I guess it's a segue to what I was talking about um uh, because it's no nothing open um uh, we got, we got these challenges, which is basically reasons for people to get dressed. And I like it. This next, this newest challenge is the Buset challenge where the girls come to the, to the front. Like they start off in the camera looking super, you know, homely motherfuckers got robes, pajamas, curlers, all that shit, big glasses, uh, bonnets, all kind of shit. All that right before bed shit. Right. And then when they bust it, they drop down, and now they got on shit you're gonna go out on, shit you're gonna go out in heels, little dresses, ass out, titty smushed, all that kind of shit. And sometimes they do it with the couples, so they like the dude to have on his tuxio his going out clothes, his new tans, whatever the fuck. And it's like all these challenges is because a. I got all these motherfucking shoes I just bought with all this money that we I'm, that we got saving and whatnot. And B, I can dance, I twerk. Look, 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 look at my ass. Look how I dance. Clubs ain't open. What the fuck? So you come up with a challenge. Now you can dance like you was in the club and dress like you was in the club. In the house. So I get it. So keep coming up with these challenges. Slash reasons to show off y'all clothes. Because I know y'all tired of. You know. Getting all dressed up. Just to go to the fucking post office. You know. And their 10 minutes. Got on $700 worth of clothes. And lastly. Come to find out. Kanye ain't getting a divorce because of no Jeffree Star I mean we don't know why they probably get a divorce if they get divorced but it's not because of Jeffree Star because apparently the girl who started this whole rumor period had no prior information no proof no pictures no text no nothing she just out of the middle of her brain just decided to start this Kanye West fucking Jeffree Star rumor and th- both of those guys are too big to like respond to this shit especially to a, a complete out of nowhere nothingness now if like Shay room TMZ maybe what's the source maybe but like just I don't know, just a the pure rumor just like when they say people dead and all this kind of shit what's interesting about it is it turns out this is the girl who, when COVID came out, was going around licking toilet seats saying that COVID wasn't real. So this is the you know toilet seat licking girl trying to come up with another thing to, you know, get people talking. Cause I imagine if you are famous. Like I said, I, this is probably a, a take that this ain't no like, this ain't the most original take. But if you are famous, this is just common sense. If you're famous for licking on toilets, you know, why wouldn't you want somebody to, you know, why wouldn't you want to throw some shit out, throw, throw that off a little bit? But the thing is, you can't. Now you just the girl that lick toilets and lie. We know you lick toilets. We saw you do that. But now you just lie also. So whatever her plan was backfired horrendously because now you are just a lying, toilet-licking hoe. And that's probably what they calling you. I don't call girls hoes for no reason, but I think she earned lying, toilet-licking hoe. At least, at least, at least.
1: Goes to show the police, police and system was built against black people, you know, black and brown people, and that's the reason those reactions are different. That's the reason someone can walk or run or bust their way through or whatever into the speaker at a house office and put their feet on the desk like they're sitting at home on their couch, storming, you know, storming into a building and, and busting out windows and carrying podiums and, and all that other stuff. That's not a protest. That's a terrorist attack. And so uh stop using the, the the like stop describing those people the same way you describe someone who just stand there and make a chant and say we want justice, we want peace. Stop using the same word. It's disrespectful, it's ridiculous. Um and it's shameful, you know, to to keep calling them protesters. Stop fucking protesters, they're fucking terrorists. You know, and ironically, you know, the news that's come out of Kenosha and these places, you know, within the same 24-hour span as that happens and then you kind of see that it's just like a slap in the face and almost a fuck you to every black person in America who goes through these things. Um, It's almost like They want to show you that they have power and, you know, um, and want to show you that I can say fuck you and there's nothing you can do about it. And and so, uh, I mean, that's just that's just what this country is. That's what this country has been. And like I said before, that's where this country probably will stay.
0: thought I'd be so you know in such agreement with a Draymond Green the same Draymond Green who was like, kicking nuts and doing all type of all kind of punk ass shit on the road to championships and losing championships a couple years ago but he pretty much nailed everything he said on the head about the whole situation all on Wednesday which was crazy president told everybody to come be wild then they show footage of them watching the shit and then they got fucking I'm gonna sum it up for y'all then they got cause this is definitely not a political podcast then they got banned from Twitter and all the social medias then they started talking about impeaching him again so he couldn't have his presidential rights and protection when he out of office then they said fuck that let's just go ahead and invoke the 25th Amendment and kick him out now. And So then other Republicans start distancing themselves from his uh, lies and bullshit that been, they've they been riding with the last couple years and months and it's just not looking good for the kid. All that. Right. After some motherfuckers ran up all in the capitals, got shot, shot other motherfuckers, uh, killed cops, all kind of shit. And I, I kind of feel like Melmo's. I kind of feel like I'm, to, I'm a, a little bit of the blame for this. And hear me out. This is why. Y'all know a couple podcasts ago we was talking about how they, you know, you can just kind of mob shit and run and steal in the in the in, the, in the department stores, and they just won't do shit. Like the the sales clerks are just, you know, watch. What I didn't know was that security at the Capitol do the same thing. So, the reason I feel like I, it's kind of my fault because I gave them that information on this podcast. Maybe they didn't know that. Maybe they didn't know that if you just decide to, a big group of motherfuckers just decide to take shit that won't nothing happen. So, I informed them of that. I told y'all that. And for this I apologize. I apologize for any influence I may have had. On those looters and rioters. That we are sure. That we have to be sure. Not to call protesters. Those looters, rioters, thieves. And killers. And fucking domestic terrorists. That they were. Trump mad as fuck, all that, and now he can't do nothing, he can't say nothing, to, he have to go back, life for him is like 2006, like however he used to express himself then, that's what he doing now, he yelling at motherfuckers extra, he uh uh oh. it, writing angry letters to motherfuckers, don't know how to send him because he done fucking got rid of all the mailboxes and shit. So he going through it. Fuck him. Uh, what else? Uh, and Dre was going through it too, and then nobody give a fuck because he kind of went in the hospital and went out. His he head, he had busted his head or something, brain anger or something. And then he was in and out. And that's what fucked up. He was in and out so fast. That the burglar motherfuckers... They like, tried to burglarize his house when he went to the hospital. They probably thought he was going to be gone a while. Even if he was, though, he had security. But you got to think. If a motherfucker been in the hospital for a week or so... Then you might try to go break in the house. You don't go, you don't go break in the first night. You got to have some type of patience intact. I mean, they probably is going to get robbed. I mean, go to jail regardless. But like I'm saying... you. Especially the first night they're going to go to jail. At least, you know, give it a week. Or break into a lesser secured house. You know, they might still have some nice stuff in it. Like, break into the DJ Yella's house. Still, he was in a group. Uh, when, oh, this was ill. So, uh, pharmacist in Wisconsin, he decided to destroy for no reason five hundred perfectly good doses of the vaccine, and I guess they say he was a conspiracy theorist and he think that the shit is 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 is, is killing motherfuckers. Which, I mean, I guess if you on his side of that conspiracy, then you probably thanking him. But I don't know. I I'm a, I got a conspiracy in my own. I think. He destroyed those vaccines because he probably either heavily invested or got his own, you know, COVID check kiosk on the side. Because those make $150 and they tell you in 20 minutes, those motherfuckers are making a killing. So they come out with a vaccine. Unless motherfuckers think they got it. Unless motherfuckers got to pull it up to the kiosk. So he knew that. He knew that. I'm just saying go that route investigators while y'all trying to figure out what the fuck happened. Shit uh, really ain't even that serious. Shit. Oh. Mace is uh back to the church. No. I don't know how the church feel about it man because he keep leaving them to the rap to make this song like I, like you be rapping one minute and then I mean you be pastoring and preaching and shit one Sunday then the next Sunday you, you show up and it's like a backup preacher you might understand that first time the second time it's like hey man this is two weeks in a row with the backup preacher what's, what's going on oh they push back the release so he added some more drops Ad libs, like what the fuck, man! Like, is, is he gonna rap or preach? So then he, and then he come back and preach some more, and then now Cameron dissing him. Now he got to make an EP. So, I think I think he got all his beefs out the way. So now he can go ahead and and and, and you know focus on the church. No, that shit, cause you know, you know he he makes. Uh, speaking of rap let's stick to rap and then we go I think I I, think I got a word from my sponsor. yeah we gotta do we gotta do it gotta do it um, um kodak black was de- like recently denied early release and you know he sometimes they get early release you gotta a COVID threat um some type, of, some type of health issue 9 times out of 10 has got to, at least 8 times out of 10 is probably a health issue and then that's that slim chance that you you know he was just a I don't know a, a model prisoner so I don't know how you, if, I don't know and then um, pardons but um Kodak Black reason was he said, I'm a nice guy. A really nice guy. That's it. I'm a nice guy. I shouldn't be in jail. How many years y'all got sentenced to? Eight? Well, I shouldn't be in jail eight years because I'm nice. I've been here long enough Way longer than a nice guy should have to be in jail. A nice guy, you know, really shouldn't have to be in jail at all. But I'm I'm being nice about the shit and just and just now bringing it to y'all attention that I've been nice this whole time, so it's time for me to get out. And hmm, got denied. I don't see I don't see I don't understand why. I don't understand why he got denied. Sound like a perfectly good argument to me. But, you know, (laughs) fucking justice, man. Fucking law. The fucking law. It's the Half Ass Muslim Podcast Show. Hosted by Sharif Abdul. Washington, this week his guest is Shabazz Malik Sanders, as he explains how come he never learns a lot, yeah man, my uncle, he learned Islam in jail, and he never really, you know, tried to learn, he he only learned it so he wouldn't get raped, he thought hanging with the brothers to keep him safe, I, I guess it did. But, you know, he never really learned how to mix a lot. And uh, he know how to make cigarettes, though. The half ass Muslim Podcast Show. Wherever podcasts are available. All right, that was a word from our sponsor, or partner partner I was told not sponsor partner the half ass Muslim show um, hosted by Sharif Abdul Washington So uh, I guess check that out if you can relate if you're a half ass Muslim you know I guess I kind of relate you know Uh, I know I, I know I alaikum but like I always get the the last one fucked up like it's why like, salam like but I say it kinda fucked up sometimes like why Lakeum Salam like whatever. That's the only Arabic I know and I can't roll with my Rs. So anyway, um They got free they're offering free Greyhound rides out of fucking Fresno, California, catch is got to be a runaway, which, I know you're thinking, shit, I can just tell them I'm running away. But that ain't ain't that easy. If that was the case, it'd be all kind of motherfuckers. Plus, I think you got to be, you can't just be like 23 and be a runaway. No matter if you, I mean, if you live at home, I guess you can. If your mama... Report you missing and you live at home, and then but then you just a missing adult, so yeah, you gotta be a kid, you can't be a kid. But then again, what's the difference between a missing kid and a, and a kidnapped kid? I mean, a runaway kid and a kidnapped kid, missing is missing. So, cat, the, the bottom line you gotta have, you gotta be on file, somebody gotta be reported, to you somebody gotta be looking for you, and all that shit. You can't just, like I say, show up like you know, uh, and runaway, uh, I don't. And get the fuck out of here! I can't. I, I, I hate my mama. You can't just. You can't do that. So, I don't think there's nobody young enough to even try that rules. That listen to this podcast, but there's some young looking, young baby face motherfuckers that might can pull that off. Like I say, you gotta have a guy on the inside. You gotta have the paperwork. So, if you trying to do all that to, to ride the Greyhound for free, then you probably got way more issues than. Trying to, you know, get ID to get a free Greyhound ride. So that's just a little news, little news for you in case you was thinking about it. Uh, Another uh, uh, guy is getting paid to stand in line for people, and motherfuckers is mad at him and shit because they. I guess they mad at him because he thought of the business first. But what he do is he stand in line for you, too, and then let you know that he close, and you can come on down there and get in line, which is a fucking genius idea. He charged like ten thousand, something like that, to stand in line, and I just think that is a great idea, man. People mad at him and all this shit. I just think it's a great idea, and I'm really mad that I didn't think of it. He should, if he go public, I'm definitely putting stock in the stand online line. Uh, business because that's a great business model idea. Imagine the people that'll pay you to stay and like the lines is the shit now because of COVID and because the motherfuckers stand outside. Do you know it was a we went to the mall and it was a line around the corner to go into the fucking Disney store. So, I like, imagine that so Lions is about to be the next two, three years about to be the shit so if he ain't the only one, somebody else will come out with an app or something like that I'm investing in a fucking line standing because people will pay for that privilege to be like you know, you go to Best Buy or all these places then you just, they'd be like but then again, it's like, what you gonna do while they're in line that you couldn't do as opposed to paying, just sit in the car. Well. Uh, because how far? I guess they let you know that they close. So it's like if you're 30 minutes away from Best Buy, but they in a line for an hour. Okay, it'll work out. Never mind. I'm just getting beside. I'm getting ahead of the plan. So yeah. So shout out to the line standers Fucking great fucking business, and I'm down. And lastly, in news, actually, that was it. That was it. All right, let's take some trip down memory lane.
1: So our break-in at a Wells Fargo in Choyasview. View, our 10 News breaking news tracker was there as he was being taken into custody. The man explained to us that it wasn't the safe that he was after. It was the bank's microwave. You did that for a hot pocket? Yes, that's for a hot pocket.
0: You broke into a bank for a hot pocket?
1: Hot pocket. For a hot, hot pocket.
0: pocket. Was it worth it? Hell yes, worth it.
1: yes, worth it hot pocket
0: kill you all right um i'm gonna do another installment of uh that time when i think that's what i said it was called Melmos, remind me if uh, if i uh, if i called it some different last week podcast because remember last week it was a new a new um segment so and honestly i had just thought of the name of it on the spot y'all heard it so i think it was called that time when so uh if not i wrote down you know that time when i wrote down that time but i'm gonna make it that time when from now on so uh anyway uh today's memory is that time when I thought I was Pimp C. And um, it backfired on me. It was going for me. It was going good for me for about a w- two weeks. And when I say by what I, th- I thought I was Pimp C, I didn't go out and start pimping. I didn't try to pimp, I didn't do nothing like that. But what had happened was, I think that's what I named it. What had happened was what happened was <laughs> uh, I was listening to a lot of UGK and I was like man I don't know what, why I was listening to so much UGK at that time but it was like a, like like a fucking religion I was UGK myself to death and I just started you know I'm young and impressionable so I just started feeling like you know what pimp see the shit he the shit he, you know his beliefs, his morals I'm like man, hell yeah pimp, so I was just like fuck these bitches, pimp bitch, bitch and so I was just bitch, bitch, bitch bitch, so I said bitch a lot, and like I said earlier I don't call girls bitches for no reason but, once upon a time I did, and only because, not to their face that's crazy, except for, (laughs) uh, this girl don't follow me on nothing, I ain't seen her in over 20 years, at least 15, so I can say this, her name was Pam, um, she was an ex at the time, we had a little two, three month fling, um, Years before this, so a couple years before this, so now I see I run into her again. She cool. She she don't trip. She just silly, and um. But I'm in my pimp C phase. So what this means is I'm I'm watching American Pimp on repeat. I'm listening to UGK. I'm letting my fingernails grow. Um, I'm just I got this real bitches you know, is objects mentality. Just like that. Not women women's objects. Bitches. Because, you know, Pimp C. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't convince her to let me call her a bitch because of Pimp C. And she did. And it probably worked two or three times. I couldn't do it without laughing. She would laugh too. And she be like, hey, fucking stupid but it was just funny because you know we young we having fun so I called one day and she answered the phone and I say what's up bitch and she say excuse me and I say oh shit I thought this was Pam (laughs) (laughs) and her mama was like no this is not Pam and I really don't appreciate you addressing her like that and I I don't appreciate you addressing any woman like that especially my daughter oh she gave me a tongue down and she said Pam is not here and I will not tell her that you called I don't know why somebody not Pam answered Pam's phone. Maybe it was a house phone. It could have been a house phone. This was this was probably like shit. 2001. So maybe you know at, at that at that time you know, 2000, 2001, everybody didn't just have cell phones in their pocket all the time. So it's very, very possible that it was a house phone. So there you go. The time I thought I was pimpzy or whatever we're going to call this segment uh, until next week. This week's Puddle Track is about, you know, not being... You ever have a family member that gets sick or some shit and you don't necessarily feel like going to the hospital? You know you have to. You just don't feel like you're sending them flowers or cars. It's just an obligation. Anyway, anyway. Just got through talking to Marvin, and I guess he he agreed with Shantae that Larry was wrong or insensitive for not getting a get well card for his uncle who if you don't know that diabetes and he just had you know got one of his legs removed. but i kind of agree with larry like he's a millipede, he's a centipede or millipede one of them peds we supposed to get a get well card every time he lose a leg i don't make that much money All right. Before COVID, it was comedy. I wanted to come to Lizzo. the internet, everybody
1: mad at Lizzo. But I read a story that just it made me made it made everybody glad that we lost. at least. Maybe
0: not everybody, but uh, it's Saudi <laughs> Arabia, <laughs> <laughs> Arabia. <laughs> where they hate women. <laughs> This lady got raped. I guess it is a weird saying. Wait, listen. Up. What up? This lady got raped,
1: and her husband divorced her, for cheating she know. And she got charged with like sexual assault. She didn't like the dude, didn't she? That's like damn. that's it's tough being woman. over it's like they get shot, they probably get charged with kidnapping a bullet or something like that. <laughs>
0: $120,000. <laughs> $120, That's <laughs> a goddamn banana. And it's fucked up. So I had a similar idea, except so I had a banana with parents' tape and it kept falling off. <laughs>
1: parents' tape, they're strong enough. Like they're <laughs>
0: We have made it to the end of another episode. This is great, man. Thank you, everybody, for fucking with me and sticking with me. And like Jill said, the shit is, you know, real smooth and laid back. So I hope that uh, didn't nobody fall asleep halfway through. And if you did, I hope you woke up and started over where you left off. And you finally finished the podcast right now. And uh, you had a good time, man. Smoked a couple Meldricks. And, you know, Took something away from it, man. Learn a little bit, learn some shit. Uh, before I get out of here, like always, just have one more thing. Um, it was hard because I had two more things, but just, just really just one more thing. Really just one more thing. I saw this ad. You might have seen it. It's a Facebook ad, and it's for like thong underwear and I guess full but full butted underwear too and have like a picture you can put your picture your face or your name so that your significant other your girl most likely um and they got something for dudes too I, okay cause this I guess this point goes both ways and they got these draws that you can put your partner's face on and name and all that shit Basically, to to signify that this is mm, Bob's pussy, you know. Problem with that is, man, it's not. It's really not. Like, it could be girl, boyfriend, girlfriend, married, all that shit. It's not your pussy, man. I know people that can get tattoos somebody else's name on their ass and titties and pussy and it's getting fucked but not that person at the current moment so and that's a tattoo that's way bigger commitment so you think nobody gonna just take no punk ass draws off your girl think nobody gonna take no punk ass think no bitch ain't gonna suck a dick through the balls of your boyfriend with those same drawers on, talking about Sharon's dick, no, he fucking some bitch named Melissa or something, so that's why it's a bad idea and then you just look dumb at the end, you know, if your girl do end up cheating on you and now she had those drawers on, so, I just, I don't know what their business model is, I, I mean, I ain't trying to shit on the on the entrepreneurship of the business, you know, get your money. At the same time, I just don't suggest nobody buy those drawers. Are you wanna be funny and buy some drawers for yourself with your name on them? Like how people put their name and or the date on the on the on the, on, the, on the band on the waistband of the drawers, go right ahead. Ha, ha ha irony. But I don't suggest you putting your face on somebody else you know pussy and all that cause you know they still gonna get fucked yo hey hey George Dante is fucking Samantha with that said <laughs> that's a hell of a way to to positive up to positive up my ending but hey hey man it is, what it is. you know that's how I feel man it's my, this is my editorial moment so anyway, um, the good news is treat everybody like you want to be treated, man. Really do unto others. I wish more people, I wish I heard I had a million followers just for that, man. Just for, to get that part. I don't care if motherfuckers laughed at nothing. I said the first 53 minutes of this fucking podcast, but just take away this shit. Treat other motherfuckers how you want to be treated. That's it. Put yourself in somebody else's shoe and treat them how you would want somebody to treat you. Man, it's really easy. That Like like the motherfuckers who broke into my, well, let themselves into my car, which like I said, they still not steal nothing, but they violated my car. They violated Shorty. I know everybody got a name for their car. Mine is Shorty. And she ain't like that shit. You know? She get down with you if I tell her to. Mechanic man. He can get in there. Tow truck man. He can get in there. But you other motherfuckers. Y'all not treating everybody like you want to be treated. And that's the problem, man. So just do that. The world will be a better place. Fuck, man. I said it last week. If I'm saying it again next week, if if I'm saying the Browns won again next week, that means we two wins away from the motherfucking Super Bowl. So you know what? Next week when I say the Browns won, we're going to be two games away from the motherfucking Super Bowl. And everybody talking all that shit about Baker and whatever the fuck. All right. All right. Beat this till you till you can't, motherfucker, or you can't beat this till you can. Whatever the fuck, you know what I meant. Anyway, till next week. Be safe. Peace. Go, Brown.